0: Conspirants to podcast Evolved, part of Halo, or sorry, part of Evolved, your home for Halo, because that's how that works. Podcasts Evolved hosts original lore series and recaps of monthly Halo news. Our current lore series is Infinite Impressions, which is what you're listening to today. Uh, I am your host, David, and with me is Ian. Everybody remember Ian. Hey, guys. There he is. Listen to that voice. That sultry tone is good. And Aaron is also with me.
1: I'm so glad I realized I was on mute there, because I was about to mess <laughs> nice, this all up. Nice, I bought
0: you time. Yeah, a bought of time, that's really good. Um, so this episode of Infinite Impressions, we're going to discuss the new Halo roadmap that was recently dropped. We're not going to be discussing Forge, because as recording, there's been a new Forge video. So we're going to split those out and wait for some more Forge content, and do it all in one lovely drop. Um, so today, we have a lovely image that we can discuss um, so if you're listening to the show, open it up for yourself and we will talk you through it. And before we dig in, I'm going to give some social stuffs. Um, So if you're new to the show, welcome. This is Evolved. Uh, your host through a whole bunch of different Halo related shows. Uh, and you're listening right now is Podcast Evolved. Uh, we have various uh, series on various bits and pieces of lore. Uh, our previous one was The Road to Infinite and a whole bunch of character dossiers. Um, long live the road. Uh, Evolved also hosts Mission Debrief, build a Halo TV+, Plus, Halo Gear Guide, Halo Book Club, and Halo Headlines. That's a lot of Halo content, guys. Um, we also partner up with HGS Pro Talk. Uh, that's a podcast with Josh and Will. We'll discuss the latest information on the competitive Halo scene, so we don't have to. Um, the guys are amazing. Go check them out. It's HDS Pro Talk. Um, you can learn more of each of our show at Evolved's website. That's EvolvedHalo.com. Uh, we're also Halopodcast.com, which is amazing. Uh, If you're already a fan, please rate us and leave us a review. We like all the feedback we can get to improve the quality of our show. Um, I'd also like to take this moment to thank our patrons. That's right, we have a Patreon. You guys are incredible every month, keeping us alive, keeping us going, and keeping us honest. So thank you all so much, guys, for your support. Um, If you are not subscribed, you can go check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash haloevolved to learn more. We get a whole bunch of early episodes, unique swag, access to our podcast soundtrack, that's right, our own unique soundtrack that we made for us, slash got a guy to make for us, and it's amazing. Um, finally, I'd like to encourage any of our listeners who would like to support Audible, um, you, can, uh, you can enjoy almost all of the Hello novels all in one place, thousands of other novels guided wellness programs, and way, way, way more. So that URL is audibletrial.com slash podcast evolved. You can learn more and get yourself a nice free trial as well. So last week on Zeta Halo is our next segment. And this is actually the first time in months where I actually did something. And I did it today so that I could talk the last week on Zeta Halo. But first of all, I'm going to point towards Ian, who I haven't spoken to in a long, long time, Ian. Let's talk about the last thing you did on Halo. Go back as far as you want. What's going on, <laughs> buddy? How are you getting on?
2: The last the last thing I did in Halo. It doesn't it doesn't include uh podcast of all stuff. Um well I was uh that was before I moved, so that was like th- three or four months ago. So oh no, that's that's it's a lie. I, I listened to most of the uh audiobook for um what's the oh, Rubicon protocol? Rubicon protocol, yeah. Very good. Uh, I haven't even finished that. So, um, <laughs> what are
0: your thoughts so far?
2: Uh, it's good. It's a good book. I just yeah. uh, been busy, and uh, honestly, my my focus has not been on Halo lately. So, um, but that's that's about it. That's that's all I've that's all I've done.
0: <laughs> that's more I than I've done since yet as of like today. So like that's that's still pretty good because that's all I've really done is, is some reading. Uh. Aaron, have you been buddy? You're definitely the most prolific of us with Halo lately. Oh,
1: that's not saying a lot. That, I don't like that at all. Um, I, <laughs> I, I honestly just haven't been playing a lot of games in general. Like, I fire up the Xbox oh, occasionally, yeah? but I've mostly been being healthy and being active and then sleeping the rest of my time in between. So I've played bits oh, and pieces good. here and there. I've jumped on a couple of times now with Lucas so i think before we recorded the last impressions episode we decided we would play a few games and then uh the time before we did the same thing before that we jumped on and played a little master chief collection because we wanted to be able to like have some concept of what we were talking about so Mm. that's usually when i've been on this last while and then i was on with you tonight and we played a few games of the happening and i actually had a pretty good time
0: yeah, actually I have to say it has been pretty positive. I agreed to, well, I asked, could we do this show today instead of yesterday, uh, because I was being very lazy this weekend and I was not prepared. And I actually wanted uh, to, before our next impressions, uh, Halo to actually play a game Halo, cause it has been months, probably longer. Even you said four months. I don't know if I've played Halo multiplayer this year. Um, So I jumped on, I'm still, I have zero progress made in any of the passes. Don't even ask me, understand what they are. I don't know what they are. Things are unlocking, things are happening. Uh, Aaron only told me today how to unlock a, an XP boost, so that was pretty fun. Um, so uh, I know at one stage they were half an hour, and now they an hour, but that's probably telling you they dates my knowledge of, of where I'm at in Halo. Um, so no, we had a great time. I played one quick game of Fiesta before you jumped on, Aaron, and I expected to be absolutely destroyed, and I actually did pretty okay. Did pretty okay. And I, obviously that's very much down to the weapons I got. Um, and then we played a quick bot match to kind of familiarize myself with the controls before we jumped into some some of the happening stuff. That's pretty good. I remember, I recall that Yappening in Halo 5 was pretty fun, especially they had good Warzone um, Yappening content that I, I really liked. And and today was actually pretty good, playing some big team battles. Yeah, like we... Uh, still... Sorry, go on.
1: I was going to say, we had a game of Shoddy Snipers that I actually enjoyed, and you were like destroying Same.
0: people on. Oh my god! I yeah, I ended up being top score on our team, which is ridiculous and should not be allowed. Uh, when it comes to snipers in Halo, that should not be a thing. But actually, it was really enjoyable, and uh, which is really really strange for me because I absolutely hate shoddy snipers. Uh, and we were both given out by shoddy snipers right before we got into a game of shoddy snipers. Um, but it was re- it was really fun. Um, I'm kind of weirded out because like I- I've heard people talking about like the lack of content and the lack of maps and stuff. And there was nothing more evident today than jumping in and playing three or four games with you on maps site that we played on years ago when the game launched. And I really thought there was more in the rotation. Maybe we just got unlucky. I'm not sure. And there's probably a lot more if you go into custom games and there'll be more options. Maybe there's certain maps that aren't in the rotation uh, competitively. I'm not sure. But um kind of funny that it was just the same maps again. Not that they're bad maps, but like when you're playing them for years and a year at a time. Yeah, uh, it's kind the... of... Bad. They could do with a
1: few more and the problem is when you're playing something like Yappening and you're in big team, you know it's going to be one of the same handful of maps every single time. You're like, right, it's either going to be this one or it's going to be the other one. So, it it does need more. Like, I suppose if the seasons had have actually been three months, you would have eight new maps a year and four would be big team. But, now mm. that seasons are stupidly long, uh, it's meant we've only got, like, two new big two new maps i think something silly like that like it we got two maps with the noble season and then we got two maps with lone wolves and we're about to get two in the next like half season but so yeah we've only had four new maps altogether, which is not a lot for a year
0: so no and not a lot for i'm not even sure what the total map count is on halo infinite but um i feel like some of the older games definitely had way more
3: like there are um, don't
1: get me wrong some of the maps are pretty solid but i just oh yeah like new things speaking of things will we dive into the season yes chat about this we stuff? are
0: here to talk halo Infinite. so just before we talk about this week's the last time it was discussed was the weapons of internet so this was krista and lucas discussing the weapons of halo infinite and compared them with previous offerings in this series but this week we are talking about the infinite roadmap um we're not going to delve too deep into the forge but just what we have so and um, 343 put up a lovely fall-winter uh, roadmap, uh, which is as of September 1st, and has a little in-thing, you know, it is subject to change, as we all know. Um, so, Aaron, why don't you talk us through the image that we're looking at today?
1: Right, you guys will be familiar with this. We did discuss it on the news episode, but at the time, we were a little bit more critical and annoyed about the fact that 343 completely casually skimmed over the fact that they scrapped uh, local co-op. Split screen? Yeah, Yeah. and a few other things, so we're going to try and be, as I said Ian before the show, we're going to make lemonade out of the crappy lemons they gave us, so here we go. (laughs)
3: Let's
1: be positive. The first thing we're getting is the winter season, or as I'm now calling it, season 2.5, because we're not getting season 3 on schedule. So this season will run from... November 3rd? Yes, that would be November 3rd until March 7th, so whoever put this image in the script didn't upload a high enough resolution one that's a bit fuzzy. I blame (laughs) the script writer. He's terrible. So what we got with this was the first bit of information was the Forge beta will be dropping in this season. Now, hopefully that's at the start of the season and not like part of the way through it. Well, first off, March 3rd to November 7th, it's another long season. So it's a season 2.5 but it's also four months. Yeah, I stood
0: the way around there, and it's November to March. You said that backwards.
1: Oh, did I? Okay, I may yeah, be yeah, having yeah. a stroke here. Um, all but all it's another four-month season, which I'm not necessarily thrilled about because there's less in it than a regular season.
0: Yeah. Uh.
1: Well, like... We'll go through here, but we're going to get the Forge beta. That's the most exciting thing. Having seen the videos so far, I am hyped for Forge. Like I said, two of the videos have now dropped. There are two more to come. So hopefully by the time we do the impressions episode, we'll have all four videos we could chat about them. Uh, The first video they gave us was about how the building works. The second video that just dropped is about how the scripting works. The third video will be the light and audio systems and the fourth one will be file sharing and canvases so that's what we have to look forward to but everything i've seen all the leaked videos if you've seen any stuff yourself david it looks good
0: i'm looking zero but i i know that like a lot of people's hopes are on forge to like rescue halo at the moment there yeah everybody's really really looking to forge to step it up Um, yeah like which is you know the Forge it's... community are a bunch of crazy amazing people so i have no doubt that like the forge mode in infinite is going to be very well supported um by both the community and hopefully 343
1: yeah i think it's basically a case of if 343 aren't getting the content there fast enough we just have to make our own and that's really what we need our forge for so we're gonna have that yeah we are finally going to get the uh release version of a uh, campaign network co-op and mission replay so i am excited about that because we're never going to be in a position to play a local co-op anyway so we will have to play a campaign co-op but i'm looking genuinely looking forward to that
0: yeah i can't wait i think that's going to breathe a lot of life back into the game a lot of people are going to jump back in to want to play co-op campaigns uh, I'm really of the opinion that they gotta throw in some more achievements here at this stage. I don't know if they've done that since to be prepared prefer- there... or different seasons have, have brought in new achievements.
1: Nah, I think there may be a handful, but there are new achievements coming with the co-op as far as I'm aware, so you will actually get Brilliant. that. Um yeah. Like I, I'm looking forward to that. Like I could do with more campaign content, but failing that I will make some fun with you guys and play around. I am hopefully looking forward to uh, muscling my way into a mission debrief episode because I assume you guys might cover that. So keep my name in mind.
0: That's probably, we'll definitely do one. I'll probably do a a one show covering co-op as well. We'll do a co-op campaign and see what that's like. Definitely.
1: I would would like to muscle my way in there. So the next thing we're getting is a 30 tier free battle pass. So you're not going to pay for it. But it's only 30 tiers, which isn't going to what? take terribly long to complete.
0: Okay, here's my um, stupidity coming in. If thirty's not big, what's a normal battle pass?
1: Normal battle pass is 100 tiers. So you, okay. as we said earlier, you are still on the noble battle pass. That's the first one. So you have 100 tiers to complete in that. And then you have lone wolves is 100 tiers. And typically the fracture passes are like 30 tiers, you know... Okay, but they're like
0: mini, mini baby events.
1: Yeah, but they're only like a week here and a week there. So I kind of wonder, is this... I wonder, was this for an event or something else, maybe? This 30-tier pass. An, an event, they're, just, just, out they're just subbing
0: out with a general one.
1: Yeah, well, they may... Like, they've had to stretch this out for four months until Season 3 is ready. So I wonder, did they just take a battle pass they had prepared for something and go like, right, throw that out for free. And we'll not worry about Fair the enough. event. Just give them the pass. Um so, well, free armor's free armor. Just, eh. We've got four months now with a third of the battle pass content. Hmm. So, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Then we get two new maps. Now, this is genuinely exciting. We have Detachment and Argyle. So, one of them is a Forerunner theme map, and the other one is this is a human base on a cliff. It has open outdoor and corridor areas. Uh, I, I don't think we have too much detail on them yet. We haven't seen them. Hopefully we get a video run through. There was a little bit of footage, I think, of both maps in the video that 343 put out that had Joseph Staten and that there when they were talking about this. So um, new maps, always good. Very excited about that. I think that's the big team map is the human open Sort of semi-open map, and then the other one is an arena map. I must say that the arena maps are pretty on point. Yeah. Like I, I don't think there's an arena map that comes up that I go, ugh, this one again. Like they're usually always a pretty good map.
0: Yeah. When I feel quote unquote bad about the Halo map, it's not that the map is bad. It's just I've played it too many times. Yeah. When it comes to Infinite specifically, I haven't played. I haven't played on a map that I haven't liked. Um, it's just played it too many times.
1: That's, I think, pretty solid and fair. So, well, this will give us two more in the rotation, which is nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Not too much more to say about that. The next thing we have now, I'm actually excited about this. So they're going to be launching the Match XP beta. And you may be saying, what is that? So a while what ago, they, that, t- my friend? they talked about how the main way you earn, or the only way you earn XP is by completing challenges. So you don't actually get rewarded for playing. So they tweaked that. And now, uh, when you play your first game of the day, you get 300 XP. Uh, You play your second game, I think it's three, then it drops to 200 XP for your third game. So they changed that in the challenges. That challenge is always there. It eventually runs its way down to 100 XP a game, but that means every game you play, you get 100 XP. But they did also talk people wanted things like their performance and timing game to count for something. So I believe that's what this is. So you will now be earning XP for your games and your performance, which is what people okay. probably want
0: that might bring so, some people back that's pretty good yeah is there, I, 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 know, I remember people complaining when they first launched multiplayer uh of being like how the XP is earned and it sound, it didn't sound weird to me back then, but yeah, obviously it's, they it's had an idea
1: so very strange that they didn't even decide to like give you. Like, even a handful of XP per medal that you earn or something would have been a... St- like, even if they'd have said it was, right, we'll give you 10 XP for every medal that you earn. You know, something like that could have been cool.
0: Yeah, and definitely with, like, higher tier medals maybe being worth more, that'd be pretty cool. Or, like, rare, unique ones that are just difficult things to do.
1: Yeah, like, that seems like it would have been a pretty obvious thing to do from the get-go. But I don't know. Mm. It's It's a strange one because I don't know about you guys, but I don't like the way the challenge system currently works because every time an event happens, all your challenges are in the one feed. So you've got to like complete the weekly challenges to clear the event challenges. And it's just a nuisance. I would like separate challenge feeds for events and weeklies.
0: That kind of makes sense.
2: Yeah. I know. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't, I don't like the challenge system at all, to be honest. Um, it's i mean it's fine i just it's it seems overly complicated and and they make it so that you i guess you can swap out the challenges right but um i just feel it really i don't know i it's better than it was at launch but i don't i don't know that it's that much better and it sounds like with this whole xp beta thing so is that the only thing that they're changing is you're getting extra xp for
0: performance then I don't know why they've they've said anything around challenges, to be honest. If you're looking for a challenge revamp, I don't think so. They they haven't
1: said too much specifically in that video. I think we'll get more details as they get closer to it. I'm not exactly sure what way it's going to be loaded out. I'd like to hope it's performance-based, so if you're going to play well, you get more.
0: They do have this generic quality-of-life improvements tag at the end of the page, so that could be literally anything. Who knows if that's splitting out challenges or whatever? I'd yeah, imagine that
1: could... that's down to something simple, like the fact that they put the challenges on the pause screen when you're in a match. That was a quality of life improvement that they <sighs> implemented recently.
0: Oh, okay. So you can because... see the mid match. No, yeah, because you oh, used right, to have okay. to pull
1: your phone up and like try and get it on the. On oh, yeah, the phone you don't want that second so that screen
0: experience. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what i want my second screen experience going why won't you yeah. fucking refresh so i know how many more spartans i have to kill yeah um, those
2: those feel like i think they do they put one of those on every update i feel like they're just a generic placeholder for whatever definitely of I mean, like. um, anything
0: they else they don't want to talk about yeah, yeah like
2: there's this we didn't have enough to put in the list so we added that which means whatever mm-hmm. we feel like it meaning
0: No.
1: This next one excites me a little bit because we have a new game type and this is what makes me think that the 30-tier battle pass may have belonged to an event originally. We're going to get a new game mode called Covert One Flag. And from how they talked in the video, Covert One Flag, it is one flag where the attacking team all have unlimited active camo and the defending team all have unlimited motion trackers. Uh, So... Aren't they be...
0: contradictory? What do you mean? Oh, you just you can see them on the No, yeah, tracker. it'll be oh, oh, yeah, what do you okay.
1: call it? The the wrist shooty thing that you use to oh, like the, track the, the sensor,
0: yeah, the, the ping. The thread yeah, yeah, sensor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
1: the one, Threat not, not motion tracker. Thread sensor. That sounds so, kind of cool. Yeah. It does like sound this. like an interesting mode. I would be curious to give that one a go. Um but it makes me wonder, would that have come in? as part of an event because usually when they have an event they introduce a new game type so i was kind of wondering maybe it is maybe the 30 tier battle pass will be part of an event and they just haven't said it yet but well we we do well, the also have thing this i need that is the event is an event right so maybe they're all together. winter yeah winter contingency 2 but now this is the thing i don't know if winter contingency is going to be a repeat of the old winter contingency event or a now, don't remind me what was that event what was uh, it, not, it was I can't even remember the game mode now but it was basically just that 30 tier battle pass you know the way you're just unlocking like um, it's not the fracture event it would be like the lone wolves thing so I can't even remember do you remember they had like a Christmas event and you could get like Christmas armor and oh yeah! It was yeah, with a yeah, specific yeah. game type. It's just, I think, like one of those. But mm, I don't know. I find it kind of funny that we're having second winter contingency because that's not how that works. <laughs>
2: yeah, you could have come up with a better name. I feel. Um,
3: winter I feel contingency
2: like win- part 2. <laughs> the sequel. <t-quo.
1: laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah. It, it's a thing it's a filler season i'm just annoyed at the fact we've got another four months now so but if we get campaign co-op i'll be pretty happy for now because i would like to play a bit of that and muck around and try and break a few missions and it will be nice to like see exactly what's going on and forge because the videos did get me excited but then we move on to season three Give me a big excited noise. Ooh. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
1: Yep. So, season three, we have a name. It's called Echoes Within. And that is going to run from March 7th until June. What the hell is that date? Stupid document.
0: 37th. (laughs) <laughs> it 20, 20, 20, does look 20, like 27. 20. I, I was thinking the same. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I was looking at it going, that can't be th- right, is it? So, Echoes Within will be our next season. We are going to get two more maps again. We have an arena and a big team map. Uh, as far as I know, they haven't given the names yet, but these are both human maps. So one of them is an Oni Black site. It looks to be snowy on a mountain... Uh, looking at it from the couple of quick images they gave, it was giving me kind of like Sabre launch facility vibes, but on top of a mountain. And then right. the cool. the other one, the big team map, is uh, an Oni dig site for a forerunner facility. So you've got this large open area and then this underground facility. And the two of them are sort of leading off each other. That's kind of so, cool. You have outdoor vehicle area and then inside area. So we've got no names or details on those yet, but hopefully soon. Now, this next thing is one of my more critical things because we're getting the DMR back. Very excited about that. This is the DMR, but they have removed the scope Mm. and made the DMR... Well, how did we, they put it? Something like a more useful close quarters weapon. And I was immediately going, sir, that's not we, what the DMR is for.
2: A, you're right. And B, we have that. It's the commando.
0: Just don't hold down the trigger. Yeah. Is that yeah. the same weapon? And like, Unless the DMR is like a way slower rate of fire.
1: I don't know. But like the whole point was, B or is close to mid-range dmr is more mid to long range like that's kind of the point the dmr mm. isn't for close quarters fighting that's what you switch to your assault rifle in panic so why they removed the scope and then made it more of a close quarters weapon i'm not sure it's unless we're going to get a sc-
0: variant that has a scope and it's a long range one you know like the, the ar long shot or something possibly although we haven't had anything
1: like that yet i just i find no. it a really weird decision so i'm not necessarily thrilled about it like i'm excited to have the dmr back but then to like take the scope off it immediately that like this should be the uh what is that banished rifle um oh the one that you only ever life. see the red. You know you see the red glow and then you like die. Um oh, white? No, 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 no. There's a rifle. I can't think of the name of it right now.
2: Not the shock rifle.
1: No, no, it's... Oh, what is it?
0: I don't know. I have no clue what you're thinking of. Uh,
1: I'll try and think of it here. Not
0: like the sniper shot. The, the Ravager, isn't it? Or no, the Stalker oh. Rifle, that's the one I'm thinking of. Stalker Rifle, yeah, yeah. okay. That's like the like sniper one. The
1: Yeah, I think like the DMR should be closer to like the human equivalent of the Stalker Rifle than anything else. But, yeah, I don't know. This sounds like they're making it more like maybe a, a close-range carbine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, a confused. thing. Yeah, the next thing we're getting, now we're getting a piece of new equipment. So, this is called the Shroud mm-hmm. Screen. Uh, it's an interesting. What do you know about it? We actually know quite a bit about it. So the shroud screen, basically, you shoot it off at whatever, and it creates a bubble. You cannot see into or out of the bubble. Radar does not work inside or outside of the bubble. So if you're outside the bubble, you can't tell if there's anyone in it. You can shoot into it. They can shoot out. It's not physical protection, but you can't see what's happening at all. So you could shoot this in a hallway That's block weird. the point of view and run you could drop this on a base or a platform if you're defending it um
0: i, suppose I think the just... big the, i think the big thing about this is like how you deploy it so is it something you shoot like a threat center or is it something you're dropping like the drop wall
1: uh this is the thing i'm not sure about from what i saw is i'm hoping you i think you drop it i would rather you could shoot it because I think if you yeah, could shoot same. this and it was sticky, it would have more uses. But then again, I suppose yeah. the fear is you would stick a teammate with it and have a movable shroud bubble. That,
0: I was about to say you stick a vehicle and you drive with it. I think that would yeah. be really cool. I th-
1: I think it's I mean, a droppable piece of equipment. Okay.
2: I mean, it seems interesting. It seems like kind of a new, new or a, a neat feature. But I guess my only issue is it makes sense in a close quarters map, but if you're anywhere out Open. on the field, it's like where the where is the enemy? Well, they're all in that giant glowing bubble. Like, well, I suppose it
1: acts it. as a it acts as a good distraction. Maybe in the case of if you're running somewhere, you could drop your shroud and then beat out of there, and people are gonna go and attack the bubble, going like, oh, they're clearly in the bubble. Like it, it maybe yeah. gives you that sort of like decoy. Is you don't know if there's actually anyone there until you launch a rocket at it. And then find out that there's no one in it.
0: People are yeah. just be lobbing grenades at it the whole time. But well, that's, that's my
2: right. That's my that's my thought. Is it's gonna be thrown up? You're just gonna throw rockets or grenades at it, and then they're either dead or they're not in there, and you move on. So I don't know. I guess I guess it's cool. It might be neat. I I'm kind of skeptical how. It actually I would out, need
1: to, but... yeah. I would need to see how it actually operates, but I I could see there maybe being interesting uses, but I'll need to get a little time with it, but. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to mess up initially where they're going to think it's defensive. So you will have that first two hours when it deploys of gameplay where you'll be able to shoot people because they're going to think it's a bubble shield. Mm. And then they're going to find out the hard way it's not. So that'll be your window to like enjoy it. Uh, they're also giving us a new 100 tier battle pass. No details in it yet. So something to get excited about. Now... This is the important part of the updates. We will be getting the custom game browser in season three. So it won't be dropping in season 2.5 when the Forge beta drops, but it will drop in season three. And I think. So
0: this will allow you to join other people's custom games, am I right?
1: Yes, this will allow you cool. to find games and look for stuff, uh, and look for maps and things, everything you need to look for.
0: Awesome. Presumably this obviously ties in with Forge to be like a big way for getting the community back in the game. That, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we're definitely, I think, in need of that. We're going to get a new narrative event. So I suppose that's yeah. why, yeah,
2: they're they're not terribly gripping. Ian, what do you think? I'm honestly not even caught up with the current ones. I I think I've only seen we're talking about the, the multiplayer the little yeah little, the little,
1: like
2: uh, yeah a, i
1: greenness stuff
2: yeah i I've actually only done the original um when it that came out of I haven't even done the new ones you've
1: missed very little then. don't worry
2: you're you're just fine yeah i've um, I've heard I've missed very little
1: um
0: yeah. <laughs> i was i was you know I was, I was saying to Aaron earlier like I watched the the current video, not knowing that it was actually there, I probably should have known but I didn't, and I was like. Okay, I get they're trying to do something here, but it's very disjointed putting cutscenes into a multiplayer like season where nothing you do in the multiplayer has any impact on the story they're trying to tell. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Yeah, like Aaron described it as like it's not as good as Spartan Ops, but like at least in Spartan Ops, when you had like a cutscene, you had a loose idea of what you were trying to do.
1: Yeah, they kind of are tying it in, in that. When you had that cutscene, you were then playing the game type, and the game type was supposed to be, you know, oh, as you play this game type, we're slowly drawing the Spanish AI out to to like trap him, and you're going like, okay, but really, we're playing like territory captures. It's nothing actually to do with. You know this this AI because you weren't capturing territories and the AI was shouting at you. You're just like playing normal. That'd be
0: way more interesting if the AI was in the maps fucking with them and like messing around. And maybe you have to. Your objectives are about like shutting down or hacking parts of the AI in the war game scenario. Yeah, I think way more interesting.
1: Something like that might have helped. Like if they replaced the announcer voice with Eretus and he was you know doing stuff although then again that would probably get a bit annoying after a while because
0: i know even just just to cover you up this is the the latest thing just reveal that like they've captured a banished ai the first of its kind that's what Iritus is it's like this weird super aggressive banished ai essentially just a brood voice
1: yeah and even worse than that like he he's a human ai that's the real annoying part because they call him a banished ai but you're like no He's a human AI built from a banished donor. Is
0: that that's, what it is?
1: That's what he actually is. He was a top secret project built in a human facility where they took banished host species and used them to make this AI. And then the banished learned it existed and the lone wolf team went and extracted him from the facility. And then he locked down the spark. What a armor. terrible and he idea. And trying to pull him from the armor. But. You get so little of that. A lot of it's in those like narrative pages they put up on ha- uh, Halopedia or Halo Waypoint. So I've not gone near any of those. Nope, it's not even in a cutscene. Like it's just it's sort of half explained, but that's where he comes from. So that, some idiot was like, "Yeah, let's make an AI based on a brute. What could go wrong?"
2: This this has a lot of similarities to how Destiny One did their narrative stuff where it was what was it buried in hey um,
0: we're in not talking channel. about grim work cards right now Ian, yeah okay? there it is we're not so, yeah, talking about it. <laughs> it
1: is and this is the thing i talked about with lucas a couple of weeks ago like even when it comes to the fracture events they've started to write some lore and i'm like okay you're writing some lore but it's not really that thrilling and we talked about it and we were like for the sake of the money i really think they should have spent a few quid and just made a nice, shiny, two minute cool trailer for each season. Like, the first fracture event should have just been two minutes of cutscenes of samurai Spartans fighting on some weird fracture world. That's all we needed. We didn't need lore. And the same with the second fracture event. Like, we didn't need a small short story written about the fracture universe. We just needed two minutes of Nazi space Spartans kicking ass on the moon yeah like i would much rather they just spent a little bit of money and got the people that did the cut for spartan ops to just be like uh yeah we need three minutes of the samurai spartan suits fighting each other go mad like yeah. I, I don't know i think that would just be a better start to a fracture event instead of going
0: yeah well if you go over to the website we've got four pages written and then you can vote on the choice it's yeah. hard to care about non-canon stuff though, do you know what I mean? They're, they're asking a lot of people there who are, it, yeah, people, I think, people are so invested. Like,
1: But like, I think that's that's the perfect time to do a shiny video. Like you go, this isn't canon, this is mad bullshit. So here's a mad bullshit video to go with your not canon experience. Watch this as many times as you like. Like that. that's all I needed. I didn't need any more lore depth in my fracture event like yeah. if they i assume at some point they need to do a doom event because we own that armor microsoft have it it's a thing like why they don't have then a 2 minute video of spartans like Doomering? you know that's I, I think coming just yeah, right that's himself. coming
2: yeah i feel like yeah. that's inevitable at some point yeah i I, and, I i agree with you i think the the issue for me is it's hard for me it's hard for me in the first place to get really interested in this non-canon stuff. Um, But considering where we're at right now with the story, that's kind of not... I mean, the the, the campaign was fine, but just in terms of like these, uh, this multiplayer stuff, it's like, uh, I'm struggling to get into that. So trying to get into this other storyline, this, this parallel storyline thing, I just, I, it, it,
1: it's just yeah. not doing it for me they're they're not long enough either the other thing is i do think the fracture events just need to be shameless cash grabs like (laughs) it needs to be nothing short of going all right here's this month month's fracture event it's star wars themed get your stormtrooper spartan now like that that's all it needs to be have your free armor and your free gear in the past and go by the way we're selling some upgrades in the store please enjoy you know Mm next month's fracture event will be a shameless plug-in of the marvel universe and you're going to build yourself an iron man spartan you know like that that's the shit that it really needs to be i'm not as excited about oh what if this was a world where it seems like the nazis won the war but we're not going to tell you that but dr glassman's a german on the moon base you're like well clearly that's what this universe is you know yeah
0: well, well just it looks like other than in. that in season 3 we're just getting two two new game modes right that's the only thing really interesting
1: yeah pretty much we are oh well the other there. thing we're getting here is in game reporting that's oh, actually sorry. something yeah. until I read that I was like oh shit yeah we don't have that like didn't realise good...
0: it wasn't there yeah same. no
1: but it is a good thing we should probably have it because if you get trolled or you have issues on the game there's nothing worse yeah yeah uh, yeah. There are going to be more Forge beta updates. Who knows what they are going to be? So our two new modes are VIP and Escalation. So, yeah, do we know what those are? Not
0: really, no. Mm. But I'd assume I imagine VIP is kind of like they had something similar like it before. Like it is like a juggernaut. That's what I'm thinking of. There's one player mm. who's like souped up in a certain way, or maybe there's a one player that you have to protect or something like that, or bring... Like, one player has some unique quirk that the rest of the team has to work we, with or against. We did have VIP before. It was in Halo
1: 3. I'm just looking it up here. So, VIP mm-hmm. was a mode in Halo 3. Uh, there are four standard VIP modes. VIP, one-sided VIP, Escort, and Influential. Uh, all of the modes are just variations of the same thing. Uh Ah, yeah. In in standard VIP, each team has one VIP player and you get points for killing the other team's VIP. So I'd assume this will be something similar. Yeah. And then we haven't had an... I don't know Escalation, but I keep thinking it's familiar. And then I remember the comic series, so that's what my brain is triggering there.
0: What was the one that was in Halo Reach that was like the map opened up the more you did things? You push that, further oh, and further into the map. That, that was
1: uh, that was the PvP mode. And yeah,
0: I want. Uh, my brain tells me that's like an escalation kind of thing. That's where my brain went. What do you think it is, Ian?
2: I was trying to think. I'm I'm not good enough with the multiplayer modes to be able to say anything that doesn't sound stupid. So I'm <laughs> zipping zipping it up for now. <laughs>
1: I cannot for the life of me remember what you call that. I know exactly what you're talking about too, because it's yeah, it's the one where you could play as elite Space Spartans.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm gonna type Halo
1: Reach. Someone's mm. going to be screaming at this.
0: Halo Reach escalation. What does it say? Escalation Slayer. Oh, it was a thing. Oh it was no matter the Halo game escalation slayer starts players off with some sort of automatic weapon before stepping it up to precision weapons so maybe the weapons change that you get over the course of the match mm. maybe it's something like that
2: mm.
1: <laughs> okay 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 but anyway i know exactly the one you're talking about but um yeah, so we'll oh here that. we go yes um...
0: okay sorry Gamespot have an article here. This is from last year. They added it into MCC. It's every time you get a kill, you get a new gun at random, until someone gets a kill with all of the guns. Oh, interesting. Is that? So
2: you, is that oh, one. so it's so it, it's a random random gun. Every time you get a kill,
0: you get a. And new you have weapon. to work through the list to get a kill with all I, of the I, guns. I remember
2: that. Yes,
0: that's
1: very dangerously like. Um, uh, That mode that they have now in Infinite, the uh, like every man for himself free for all mode, the Last Spartan standing. That's very like that because you're starting off with yeah. one weapon and you're like working your way up the weapons with kills.
0: I like that. It's kind of Fiesta like. I like the randomness of it, getting like cool weapons and introducing different things. That could be fun. I like the sound of that. I've decided I've liked this and this is exactly what it is without them telling me anything else fair enough good news Um, you only
2: have to wait six months
0: (laughs) and i'll probably forget about it
1: (laughs) so we get that and then we go and we get a new fracture event so i'm sure that will be super exciting Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it'll be totally gripping and we'll have loads of fun with it Mm -hmm. and then there are the quality of life improvements so that's everything that we're going comedy. to get yeah so uh
0: thoughts seems okay as someone who's been like out of multiplayer halo for most of this year and maybe most of last year Um it seems good it seems fine uh i know if you were playing it constantly you're probably bored as all hell and like you said the seasons are pretty long but at least we're getting these kind of mid-season updates. At least that helps keep it fresh. So you need the maps. You need modes. Um, yeah. So not, like, it,
1: it, it's another four-month season. But at yeah. least it's not six I, months.
2: I mean, they're all fine and, and, and good. My My big issue with all this is we're now, what, nine months into Infinite's release? And so by the time this entire list gets done we're now what a year and a half or, or yeah, more, depending on if, we actually, more. if this all actually hits march 7th
1: if it all hits on time we'll be a year and eight months into the game's life spe- cycle and we'll only be on season three which is kind of like yeah yeah it's it's still going too slow i know they're speeding up and they've got it down to four month seasons and really seasons need to be a tight three months Ideally, I really think they need to get because of the way things have gone. Seasons need to be maybe two months. I think eight weeks for a season is probably more than enough time.
2: Just like they need more content coming in. Yeah, I. I mean the other these additional features are are good. I don't necessarily need to come out that often, but just new maps and new modes. Yeah, two months. I mean even three months i think is is okay but yeah two months would even probably even be better but now yeah, yeah. Like, we're talking about what are we looking at four new maps um in between now and next, next june nine yeah nine months like okay um that's
1: like, i like forge hopefully will be out of beta after season
2: three and then i would like to see them add those maps into the rotation yeah but- that's my that. other issue is I'm really excited to see Forge. Not that I do Forge because I just don't have the time to do that kind of thing. But I'm really excited to see it. I don't like the fact that they're just throwing the word beta on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, what does that mean? Is it actually coming out when they say or is it just a little bit of it? Like, I don't know what that means. I get is the it feeling it's dropping, but we're like, yeah, no, it's It's out. It's here.
1: But we're not going to tell you it's finished because it's probably going to keep breaking for a while. And, like, once you all get your hands on it, you know, I think or that's maybe really it's, what it is.
4: It,
0: I mean, maybe, maybe it's tool complete, but it's not asset complete. Maybe there's just a lot, there's assets that aren't going to be there. Maybe there's just certain yeah. things you can't play around with to begin with, it, and they're going to introduce that eventually.
1: I don't know. It seems like they have a lot of that stuff. I think they just want people to like hit it for a while. You know, we'll have it for four months without the custom game browser and we'll be able to bash about at it if save, hopefully save maps and stuff like that. Then once we have the custom game browser, we'll actually be able to start playing with people's shit properly. So I hope it's just that they're being cautious about it and not yeah. that they expect it to be like on fire for a while. Also, That game mode I was thinking of in Halo Reach is Invasion. That's the one I was thinking of.
0: Invasion. Yeah. okay.
1: That's the one where you play section by section. But that's the sort of thing hopefully you will be able to build in Forge with the scripting. Like, if you
0: could do stuff like that... that That's exciting. If if people build uh, PvE stuff in Forge, I'm all about it.
1: Yeah, that's why
0: when we're done here,
1: I'm going to go and watch the bots and the the bots and scripting video because I want to see exactly what's possible there because that would Mm -hmm. genuinely like get me excited would
0: be being able to play here's here's a crazy question you probably don't know without watching it are the bots only Spartans I'd imagine probably
1: but I won't have a clue yet I okay I'm guessing they won't have the option for anything else although they do have as we speculated when the last video came out They had, they were demonstrating how you can, the system is, sorry, we're going to go off a Forge tangent for a second. But the way they've set Forge up now is they no longer have different sized versions of the same object. You can take any object and make it giant or small. So instead of having to have big wall, small wall and all the rest in taking up room in the Forge piece section, they just have wall and then you can make big wall or small and stretch it out and do whatever. But they had a grunt statue and they had a giant grunt and a little tiny regular size grunt. And we were sort of looking at it going, is that a grunt statue or is that a grunt body that doesn't have a bot running in it? So it Ooh, like, got you're us are talking grunting. like a hunter sized grunt? That'd be hilarious. Oh no, this thing was like a mountain sized grunt. It was colossal. <laughs> but like one of the mm. other things they were showing was they made barrels... Um, a guy built this sort of like cyberpunky town map and he had flaming barrels and to make the debris in the top of the barrel, he took one of the like hill pieces and shrank it down and set it in the top of a cylinder. So it became like timber and debris, but it was like, yeah, no, if we blow this up, this is a mountain. So you can like shrink something down, blow it away up, but it's still the one piece all the time. So like they're doing some really cool stuff in Forge and I think- With the new, uh, they've gone from like sixteen or seventeen hundred piece limits in Halo Five to seven thousand.
0: I vaguely remember so, that news being dropped, so that's interesting. Like, listen, we won't won't get too in depth into Forge because we're gonna no, break we, we out, shouldn't. like we said. Um, if you guys want to say anything else before we wrap up here, yeah, eh, um, go for I'm it. Gonna, yeah, you seem, so you seem
2: there's, one, there's one huge thing that's missing from this. That's the only thing I care about to be totally honest in terms of content is I see nothing mentioned about campaign DLC.
0: You're right. Good sir. And I was thinking and in the back of my brain, if the, all three for three are doing now are supporting multiplayer, like that's a, that's a pew. Pu- now I know there's a lot of contractors there, but that's a huge team, right? And they've got to be working on what's next.
2: I mean, it has to be, there has to be something. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I possibly imagine there's gonna be nothing now I mean I don't neces didn't necessarily expect it to be annual by any means, but no i i feel like I feel like we have to hear something about it before season four i hope
0: well, presumably like there's another halo game right Do you know what I mean so is that halo yeah. game gonna be incorporated within infinite or I mean, I it... would
2: they said ten year but i mean they haven't reverted from their quote unquote ten year plan have they Um, no i think
1: they're still there funny i did talk about this it might have been with you david or it might have been with lucas at one stage but i went back to muck around and campaign for a little bit and you know when you're just sitting in the map looking around and you see the islands off in the distance and each of them has like a a banished ship above them
0: you were telling me this yeah
1: yes Mm -hmm. and the first thing that came to my mind was why does it seem like each of these is an island with a with a boss level on a ship above them like you did that for the very first level you fought on Warship gibrahan you brought it down and then you did the whole islands and like that just seems like all those other islands were probably there to begin with and i'm get, hoping well, desperately we get that dlc or it kind of makes
0: sense right because that, that 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 warship was like taking in wreckage and breaking it down right so like all over this area is wreckage being like taken in for resources and i know we've talked about this before but like I'm convinced there was some kind of resource management in Hail Infinite at one stage where you were doing something, you were collecting something to bring back the base to make into something else. Um So that would have been cool. And who knows where the DLC will go. I mean, like, obviously there's this island you can just pop in an island, have a new biome. There's yeah. the island that has the, the crashed Guardian on it. Like, that'd be so yep, cool. Yeah, like, it seems you know I mean?
1: like it's open to it. And there yeah. was a lot of talk that, like, the campaign that was going to ship was dramatically scaled back to get the game out so now
0: in correct me like they've never ever said the word dlc right or or like campaign update they've never ever said that about infinite we all just assumed it would be right based on how the yeah i don't okay
2: i don't remember them saying anything outright but if i mean that's that's an assumption by the community that is i mean if they if they don't bring it out they will have i mean they didn't they haven't said they're not doing it so by saying they're not saying they're not doing it everyone's yeah. assuming they are
0: and, so and also too, like halo infinite 2 is a dumb name for a video game so like what whatever comes next is either like part of infinite or something completely different In,
2: I, infinity plus infinity yeah. infinity
0: to infinity and beyond okay. halo beyond here we go guys yeah. Uh, we
2: already know. Well no we did oh no, that's not true. We did get the leak of the name for the didn't we get the leak of the next game name or DLC name. Yeah, hey, there's hey, well, there's like a first released. A, there's there's yeah? a
1: code there's a code name doing the rounds for a new game type that seems like it may be the Battle Royale, oh, Battle Royale or Royale thing, something. Oh, yes. right. Well there was
2: well there's that. I meant I meant there was the name release for it was like Halo um oh gosh, now I'm forgetting what it was called um what's the name of the bad guy at the end of the game i am totally drawing a blank right now Aatrox? atriox no 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 uh the... harbinger harbinger uh, was it uh, endless halo endless end-
0: halo endless
2: I-, I swear that i swear that came out like right when the game released Interesting. uh halo halo endless is too much like halo infinite
0: it's the same thing it's the same <laughs> name with different words someone got a hold of a thesaurus <laughs> so that's all that is halo forever um okay guys um what i will do is here you now in this section is last uh month or last uh, sh- new show we didn't have anything from josh and will ready we do have something here for you today so i'm going to drop it in here in an impressions episode take it away josh and will thank you very much
3: Hello, podcast Evolved audience, and welcome to Inside HCS, your monthly recap of all things Halo hey eSports presented by us, none other than HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo hey eSports podcast. For this segment, we'll be recapping the HCS news and competition for the month of August 2022. But before we get into the recap, as always, let's begin with a little introduction to what exactly
4: is the HCS. The HCS or Halo Championship Series is the umbrella in which all Halo competition lives under. The 21-22 HCS season is in full swing, and for a complete breakdown of the timeline for official events around the world, please see the HCS 21-22 season reveal article over at Halo Waypoint. If you want an easier-to-digest blog post outlining everything about the 21-22 HCS season, Matty Rums of Noob Combo has published one over at NoobCombo.com. For all major announcements from the HCS team over at 343 Industries, please make sure to follow their Twitter account at HCS and their new official YouTube channel by searching for Halo Esports. Just when you think Roster Mania couldn't get any more, well, manic, uh, teams decided to make some major changes as we head into the most important events of the year. Josh, let the listeners know the HCS news highlights over the past month.
3: Yeah, Roster Mania continues. Pistola has been released from Optic Gaming and is actually eyeing retirement. That's going to be a big one if true. Space Station Gaming actually released their entire previous roster, and they actually signed the best team in the Mexico region in what were formerly the Pittsburgh Knights. Native Gaming are now ex-Kansas City Pioneers of Talik, Druck, SoulSnipe, and Manny. They actually released King Nick, who is now on Phase which is Falcated, Renegade, Spartan, and King Nick, which means Snipedown has been on sent on loan to eUnited, united which is now new Brain, Suspector, and Snipedown, therefore releasing Manny, going to Native Gaming. The cycle continues. You, you see what it is. Next up, an update to Halo.API. In a statement released by the folks who run Halo.API, the API will continue to run without issue for the foreseeable future. Previously, if fundraising goals were not met, the API was intended to shut down indefinitely. The team in charge of Halo.API will be focused on releasing API tools for other games in an effort to continue to sustain Halo.API. And the HCS playoff bundles have been released. Another round of HCS-themed cosmetics have been released, and this time they're focused around the playoffs of the HCS season. But oddly enough, there isn't really a playoffs season for the HCS, but hey, who gives a shit? They look amazing, you should pry them. Uh, not an ad. Those are HCS News highlights for the month of August, but we also had a couple amazing tournaments happen over the last month as
4: well. Will, please run through the past tournament highlights. We'll start with LVT's, Louis V. Titans, Money Tuesday, starting with the fan-favorite Last Spartan Standing Tournament. The games were stacked with talent, including boo Gilkey, Druck, and many more, but it was Swish coming out on top with a staggering 85 points when all was said and done. That's a whole 19 points more than the second-place finisher in Burton. The fun did not stop there, though, as we had two more events to enjoy, the first being a 2v2 undercard featuring the Phase teammates of Renegade and Spartan going toe-to-toe with the best friends of Royal 2 and King Jay. The Phase boys were showed out, taking the series in dominant 3-1 fashion. And then it was time for the main event, the 4v4 rematch between Sentinels and G1. This series went the distance, leading to a nail-biting Game 7, but it was the multiple-time world champions and Kansas City winners and Sentinels taking home the grand prize and defeating the Red Hot G1 squad. Next up, we had HCS Melbourne Regional. The final regional event before the Orlando Major and Worlds has come to an end, and the competition at the top in the region is finally getting closer with the ANZ Phenom and Barcode looking for other opportunities in the states with the G2 roster. The number one seeded team in Divine Mind got a little bit of a wake-up call, though, uh, throughout the tournament being knocked out with a third-place overall finish by the likes of the newly revamped Mind Freak. but MindFreak Mind Freak had bigger aspirations in mind. They wanted the top spot. Unfortunately for them, the Chiefs had other plans. Even without barcode, the Chiefs picked right back up from where they left off, taking the tournament win without really breaking a sweat and securing themselves pool play spot at the HCS Orlando Major. While the community tournaments continue week after week, there are only a couple major HCS events remaining in this inaugural season you know, of infinite Josh, what do we have to look forward to for the rest of September?
3: The United grunt classic. First, there was the phase invitational. Now it's the United's turn with their own invitational in the form of the grunt classic. This tournament not only includes 12 invited teams from around the world, but also includes four additional teams. They'll be determined by an upcoming qualifier on Thursday, September 16th. In the end, 16 teams will compete online for their share of the $25,000 prize pool. The action starts on Friday, September 15th, and 100% of the donations received during the tournament will go directly to Rad, raising money for those unable to afford mental health care costs. This tournament is expected to give the top teams some great practice, albeit online, leading up to the HTS Orlando Major in just a couple weeks' time. And speaking of the HCS Orlando Major, this is the final major event before the Halo World Championship later in October. This LAN event will bring together the best teams from around the world, both professional and amateur, to compete for their share of the $250,000 prize pool and to solidify themselves as the top team heading into Worlds. Make sure to catch all the action live on the Halo and HCS Twitch and YouTube channels during the weekend of Friday, September 23rd through Sunday, September 25th. And then make sure to catch our live show immediately on that Monday, September 26th, as we recap the entire event and look ahead to the biggest event of the year, the Halo World Championship. And thank you for joining joining us on this edition of Inside HCS for August 2022. If you're interested in finding out more about these tournaments or anything else in the competitive Halo space, please check out HCS Pro Talk on all socials, YouTube, Twitch, and anywhere you happen to find your podcasts. Podcasts Evolve crew, take it away.
0: Thanks very much, Josh and Will. Guys, that's HSPro Talk. Go check them out, they're our friends over there. Um, Okay, so today I'm gonna to say thank you very much for joining us, everybody. You can find all of our episodes and our shows on our website, haloevolved.com. You can search for each kind of specific show in a unique feed or follow us all in one lovely block on Halo Podcast Evolved. Um, so thank you very much to, again for our patrons. You guys are amazing. That's patreon.com slash halopodcastevolved if you'd like to learn a little bit more. and um, We do have a voicemail function. Uh, I say function, uh, capacity. Um, so if you want to leave us a message, anything Halo-related, we're all, we're all about it. It's 205-EVOLVED. That's 205-386-5833. It's an American number. I don't know how to use it. Um, and with that, I've been your host today, David. And until next time, EVOLVED. EVOLVED. Evolved.